You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. Today, I am interviewing Lee and her daughter, Kate, who together they created Kate Lee, which is a brand of women and little girls clothing uh, that has a percent of sales going to benefit breast cancer research. I love chatting with these two. It's actually the first time that I had someone's daughter um, on the podcast, so that was so fun to get her perspective on everything on creating this brand um, and her her creativity and passion behind it. So I love this conversation. I think you guys will think it's adorable too. Um, and Lee and I actually met a few months ago at a conference um, and I just hit it off immediately with her. She is so bubbly and kind and her designs are gorgeous. So I know you're going to love that. Uh, but some little housekeeping items I want to mention. Be sure to go to the preppypodcast.com to shop all the podcast merchandise, uh, which helps support this podcast so that I can continue doing it. There are some great pieces on there like the Millie uh, Kate tote bag. There are styling brunette sneakers and of course, really fun sweatshirts that I'm loving. And I know a lot of you have been loving um, the Troop Beverly Hills inspired one. So definitely check that out. And then also, of course, I own Peaked PR. So I work with a lot of brands and businesses doing uh, national traditional PR. PR, influencer relations, events, and everything in between. But on peakedpr.com, there are some online courses that you can take to sort of DIY um, some, you know, tips and courses on influencing or if you're a brand um, on how to do PR or how to partner with influencers or vice versa from the influencer perspective to the brand perspective. So definitely check that out as well. And now let's get into the interview. All right, so why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live, and what you do? Well, Patricia, I first want to say thank you so much for having Kate and I on today. We're super excited to be here. Uh, My name is Lee Gale. I'm the co-founder of Kate Lee, a resort wear brand designed for women and girls. Um, And Kate, my daughter, who's eight years old, is really the impetus behind the whole business. So she truly is the CEO. And the two of us live in Cleveland, Ohio, in a small suburb. But our brand is really inspired by Boca Grande, Florida, as we relocated there during the pandemic. And um, everything that we've created in this first line truly is inspired by that island. I love that. It's so colorful and fun. And I had the pleasure of meeting you um, at the New England Coastal Creative Conference, which was such a joy. And I'm so excited to have Kate here and learn more about her too then today. Yes, for sure. And the conference was such a gift to all of us, Patricia. I honestly feel as though the connections that organically came from that are just a gift. And Kim is really gifted at what she does with connecting everybody. 
Definitely. So I always like to start, you know, at the beginning, way back when. So why don't you tell me, Lee, about your childhood? Like, did you grow up in Ohio? Um, Were you someone that's always been into fashion or creative? And then, Kate, I would love if you tell me a little bit about yourself since you're, you know, you're still growing up and part of this. Amazing. So no, I actually was born and raised in a small suburb um, called Pittsburgh, New York, outside of Rochester. And um, lived, born and raised there, and then lived in Boston post-college. Um, I also had the privilege of studying abroad in Florence, Italy. Um, at, throughout my college career, we, I spent a whole year there. Um, and really, you know, Patricia, I think from a very young age, I've always loved shoes and clothes. I have a memory of looking in my grandmother's closet at all of her Ferragamos in boxes, very neatly stacked. And I would climb up on a chair and take the boxes down and take the shoes out and wear them around her house. <laughs> I getting in trouble for doing it. Um, but I also remember prom time. And that was always a struggle for me because I always envisioned the dress that I wanted to wear, but it didn't exist. So my mom would say, oh, so where did you see that dress that you were telling me about? And I would say, well, I didn't see it anywhere. I came up with it. And I never really nurtured that. I I didn't really quite understand that I could nurture that until really through my daughter, um, through Kate. And she is, she's a little fashionista herself. So Kate, do you want to tell us a little bit about you and what you think about fashion? Sure. Um, I really like to design, design things. Um, I like to go shopping with my mom and design things with her. And it's really fun because you can make up your own designs and you don't need to have a design that exists. You can just make up your own. I love that. So Kate, when did you first get into design? Were you like super little and dressing dolls? Like where do you think it started from? Or like what what was that first thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I love fashion. I love designing. I love creating. Um, I like to draw and Mm -hmm. I helped like me and my mom, we started and I just felt like it would be cool if I could just do that because we can make up our own designs and it's kind of like drawing. Yeah, that is so fun. And you love color, obviously, too, then, because if you're drawing some of your designs, um, and I know just because I own some of your dresses, that they're so colorful and happy, right? Yeah. And a reflection, I think, of, of, of the island and of things that we both love. That is so fun. And I love that you guys are doing it together. Um, such a gift, I will say. <laughs> yeah, it is. So now, Lee, with you, what was your first career? So you said you you studied abroad a little bit, which I'm sure is amazing in Italy. But then what did you do after college? Like, did you do anything related to design or fashion? Well, that's what's really funny and ex- very ironic. Um, absolutely not. I got out of school. I graduated from St. Lawrence University, went off with like a continuation of college with a bunch of my girlfriends, got in apartments near each other, living our best life and landed a job at none other than an investment company. So far from anything that I'm interested in. But 
you know, it was something that was offered to me. I was offered an amazing salary fresh out of college. And so I took it um, and, you know, lived a very comfortable lifestyle. But no, by no means was it anything that was fostering my creative um, abilities. <laughs> <laughs> I find that a lot with entrepreneurs, though, is they kind of um, get into design as sort of a creative outlet later. And they had a whole different career before that. So yeah. you're not alone yeah. in that. Um, yeah. Okay. So were you in then um, investments all up until having uh, your kids then? Or how? what was your sort of journey, I would say? Well, my journey, I, I worked at the investment company. I was, let's, let's, preface this, I was an in, not an investor. I was an admin assistant at 21 years old. Um, so I did that for two years. And then I actually went back to um, my hometown and worked at an advertising agency for a little while. And I thought I wanted to get into marketing. But then shortly thereafter, working at the advertising agency, I didn't really love marketing as much as I thought I loved marketing. And so I opted not to go back to school. Um, I was thinking about a graduate degree. And then my husband and I, we met early on in college. And so that sort of also <laughs> interrupted the journey. And I moved to Cleveland um, shortly thereafter, resigning from the advertising agency that I work for. Um, and then when I moved to Cleveland, you know, I really, I worked at a store because I wasn't sure if Cleveland, if you know, I wanted to stay here, what we were doing. And so I wanted the flexibility to be able to quit my job on the, you know, flip of a coin if need be. And we weren't sure what direction we were going. And then um, after we got engaged, I think we really settled down. And I, um, it wasn't very long after we got married that my mom was diagnosed with cancer. So I really worked part time and traveled back and forth from New York. Okay. I I always say, though, if you are interested in fashion or design of any sort, to go and work at a store. Like, I did that all through college a little bit after because then you really learn, you know, what makes something more expensive or less expensive, what people are looking for that might not be out there or something that people love and, you know, you could do it better. You can learn so much by being one-on-one with the customer and just, like, feeling and seeing and being around textiles and products all day. For sure. And, you know, the boutique that I chose is very unique. Um, It's really like a family run business. And I feel as though it it didn't just offer an outlet, but it was a great avenue to enter into a new city with meeting like-minded people. Um, And to this day, a lot of the girls that I worked with then, you know, in my early 20s um, are still my friends to this day in this area. So it's it was a great foundation for where we are today. Certainly. It's definitely, you know, a social sort of um, industry and business. So that's a good point. Yeah. So, okay. Then talk to me about starting your brand. Kately, you said that you did this over quarantine, correct? But when did you, you two have that like aha moment? Well, so we have been raising money for breast cancer in honor of my mom for years since she passed. So it's almost been 12 years. So 12 years ago, I did a, um, you know, just a traditional fundraiser with a silent auction a couple times, you know, a couple times we did those. And then when we started having children, we started doing lemonade stands to raise money. And I would match whatever the kids made 
and donated to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. So when we relocated to Boca Grande, the first thing the kids wanted to do was do a lemonade stand. Mm. And Kate came to me and said, Mom, I want to do a lemonade stand. Can we please go do a lemonade stand? And I paused and had to explain that with this virus, we can't do a lemonade stand today, guys. I'm so sorry. And so they were bombed and they walked away from it. And I would say a day or two later, um, Kate, do you want to say what you said to me when you came up to me and said, Mom, I know we can't do a lemonade stand, but we could design dresses and sell part of the money to breast cancer research. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Kate came up with this fleeting thought that if we designed some dresses or resort wear, that we could donate part of the proceeds to breast cancer research in honor of my mom and her late grandmother. Mm-hmm. And so when you have children, I think the first thing for me anyway as a mom is you want to facilitate anything um, that your kids come to you with and make it their dream a reality. And so when she came to me, it really got my my mind turning. And obviously, we all can relate during COVID. We had a lot more time on our hands because we weren't on a register, you know, a regimented schedule like we are used to. Um, and so I, I started thinking about it and really trying to take it seriously. And I also believe I'm a firm believer that you should follow your heart and dream big. Mm-hmm. And so with that, the universe just really started unfolding, Patricia, and things started falling into our laps and resources and people. And even though it's a small island, there were just a lot of people reaching out in different ways and helping us get started. Wow. So, Kate, why dresses? Have you always loved dresses then? Or, um, you know, why did you go from a lemonade stand to dresses? Um, well, we basically couldn't do lemonade stands. And yeah. I just really thought it would be cool since I love to design things. Mm. I thought it'd be cool if instead of doing that, we could do a dress resort. Yeah. And I bet you were super inspired by being down there in um, this beautiful, like tropical location too, right? Yes. (laughs) So now what were some of the first steps, I guess, to – Getting it from this great idea that you have, Kate, um, Lee, then to making it happen. Like, were you taking up on Google? Were you reaching out to friends? Um, Yeah. How did you get it started? A little bit of both. Um, I will say I started with there's a couple people on island that have experience with this industry. And so I reached out to them and mentioned that we were hoping to do that. And some of the feedback I got was a little deflating. I mean, one woman said, you know, well, why don't you just do a line of t-shirts? And so, well, that's not the idea. Like we have this great idea to do these designs and that's not where we're going with this. Um, But then in talking with more people, lots of people were willing to um, unveil, if you will, some some of the secrets to the trade. Um, It's almost like Hollywood and breaking in. I'm not going to lie. That's the way I felt about it anyway. Um, but enough people were very knowledgeable and not just people in the fashion industry, but people that are business minded that I reached out to and said, Hey, you know, what do you know about starting a business? And just sort of starting from that, that aspect. I also am very blessed because my husband, um, runs a business himself and he's a numbers guy. So that was huge in, 
in starting, you know, facilitate that end of the thing of the of the bargain. Um, but in talking with people, I think that was the initial step. And then ironically, we just happened to stumble upon a girl who had graduated from fashion school and knew how to put together tech packs. And so together, the two of us, (laughs) months on end, worked tirelessly to try to make our vision become um, a reality on paper. And so that took took quite a bit of time. And um, after doing that, then we started taking the initial steps of actually approaching manufacturers like through the WhatsApp. And initially we started looking overseas, uh, which was sort of difficult. And um, I decided to reach out to a couple other people, which then led us to where we are in LA. So we're really fortunate that we had that connection in the US. I hope that we can keep that going and um, really, really um, focus in on making and designing and manufacturing in the United States, because that's really important to me as a designer. But um, it it really is difficult. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and for those listening who might not know, generally, there's just less factories here. There's, it's a little bit more expensive, right? Like what, what are some of the other challenges, I guess, with producing here? Yeah. So some of the obstacles are, it's extremely expensive because the overhead is much more expensive and the labor. Um, and then obviously just trying to do everything from afar because I'm in Ohio, they're in LA. I've had to take trips out there. It's It just is a lot more taxing than doing something. If you're working with somebody like India or China, obviously you're not there, but the cost is a quarter of the amount, I would say, <laughs> to actually make these products come to fruition. What the flip side is, is my, I'm really proud to say that our, you know, everything about our product is top notch. All of our, everything comes through exactly the way that I am told. The quality is exactly what I'm expecting, if not better. So I've been really happy with that. And I know I've heard some horror stories with people (laughs) working overseas. And so, you know, you want to keep that, um, that customer um, trust knowing that this is what we're going to deliver. And so that's my goal. And I think, um, I think we can do it. Definitely. So, um, how did you, I guess, come up with the prints? And let's talk a little bit about when did you officially launch? Like when did you have product, a website, all of that and officially launch? And what did you launch with? Like what were the prints? What were the styles? And how'd you come up with that? So we have limited production prints. Um, We came up with them just, you know, by working with this girl who just um, graduated. I told her some ideas. I sketched some things and then she put them into a file for me. We had to do a lot of tweaking. Um, And then once you create the file, then you can send it off and have, you know, samples made of of the print on the actual fabric that you're envisioning. what was the last part? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so how did you come up with the prints, the silhouettes? Like how many silhouettes or styles did you launch yeah. with? And then um, I guess some of the the more technical things, obviously the design is technical, but, yeah. you know, the website, the social media, that aspect of launching a business. Yeah. So we, we didn't launch until early, well, mid to early 2022. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we had started working on it, you know, six months prior to that, if not more. But the silhouettes and whatnot, they, again, sketching and working with this gal to try to put them into a tech pack were really the initial steps and then tweaking it because there's a lot of technical aspects of the sewing. So it's not just actually creating the silhouette and saying, okay, so I want it to look like this. So I can sketch that and show her that, but then actually putting the seams together, the measurements, and then there's a grading system with sizing that go along with it. So all of that stuff, I really, I heavily relied on her for. Mm -hmm. Um, And then developing the website, we have everything on Shopify, which I'm sure you're familiar with from other brands that you've worked with. It's a really user-friendly platform that uh, we've launched again, early 2022, mid to late or mid to early 2022, um, right about when I met you, Patricia. So silhouettes that we launched are, we have three different silhouettes. Um, We just added a sprinkling in that will be dropping mid to late this month, hopefully sooner, (laughs) sooner (laughs) later, just a couple little sprinklings for summer. And we're super excited to be, you know, out there. We just need to spread the word. Definitely. So um, I want to talk about the the breast cancer aspect to the business, which I'm so sorry about your mother and Kate's Thank grandmother. Um, but the importance of that to your business, like what percent of sales are going? I'm sure that she is a huge inspiration to you. Can we touch on that a little? It's not too 100%. hard. So our goal is to be able to donate as much as we can. Right now, I think we'll probably donate probably about 5%, but it's hard to tell. I have to look at the numbers again and rely on my husband <laughs> to be able to see what we can do this year um, on its own after the year concludes. But so far, sales have been amazing. So the more sales, the more donations is my motto. Um, we've been really lucky to have connected again with the Gasparilla Inn, who is by far, you know, the, I guess the inspiration because they are part of Boca Grand, um, and having them carry our line as well as Kemble, the Kemble shop. So having those two places be a part of things will hopefully, um, help us grow. And then the sales will take off from there. <laughs> Definitely. Um, now, so are you selling then to stores? Like you're doing wholesale? Is that part well, of your business model? Initially, it was not. And I don't know why. I, I guess I thought we'll hit the ground running and just do this on our own. Um, mainly because the margins are really difficult to work with being manufactured in the U.S. But now I am really trying my best um, to be able to do a small sprinkling. I'm not, my goal is not to be in a thousand boutiques because then you lose your exclusivity and our brand, that really is what we hope to be. We want to continue to be exclusive and limited productions. Once that run is gone, we might do one more run, but you know, right now I can say like we have one style that's almost completely sold out. I don't know if we'll bring it back. If we bring it back, maybe we'll bring it back in even a smaller quantity. Okay. I, I can't really say. But I, our goal is to keep it very limited production and um, have people have a unique piece that really makes their heart sing. Yeah, I have um, – it's like a wrap dress style from you. I don't know what style yeah, you call that. With, with the orange print, which I love. It's so fun and so happy. 
Well, you looked adorable in it. I love <laughs> when you posted in Palm Beach. It's very Palm Beach. Um, yes. Brand as well. But um, that's called our Railroad Wrap. Okay. And everything that we've designed, all the silhouettes are named after places and um, I guess landmarks on the island. Mm-hmm. So that is a huge, <laughs> a huge part of our business model is to have Boca Grande be represented. But you can also tell from our next sprinkling that it's also New England inspired. Oh. Um, because those are places that are near and dear to our hearts. Mm-hmm. So we have a little bit of New England and a little bit of Boca Grande, but it's all very coastal. Okay. That makes sense. So, Kate, do you help pick out some of the colors? and um, Or what, what do you really enjoy doing that you get to be a part of? So I get to help with the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, when we first started, we, my mom and me started picking on the colors. And I picked really flashy and, like, really – island colors and my mom helped me with that and so now she'll like now I'll know what colors will be really flashy for the island very fun you did a great job like I said I love my orange one (laughs) Uh so yeah the salmon's been a really popular seller so you've got (laughs) that (laughs) so those are our top sellers right now um, but it's been really fun, Patricia. I mean, this journey together with my daughter has been such a gift. Yeah. And I think I've seen, Kate, you've been at some of the trunk shows and some of the shopping events. So um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about marketing, like how you got the word out, whether it's trunk shows or social media mm-hmm. or influencers? Like, Talk to me a little bit about spreading the word about your brand. For sure. So we've really only done two trunk shows, <laughs> um, but organically, the brand is that the word is spreading about the brand very organically. I think we've been fortunate enough to connect with several different places and people that have helped facilitate that. I would say, you know, one of the first influencers that I connected with was Palm Beach Lately, oh. and they reached out because they loved our pink dress and one of our posts. And so um, they were really kind and did an adorable post with um, her daughter. And um, that was sort of the beginning of my influencing connections. Um, We've also connected with Sarah Hunt and um, I'm trying to think who else, Grace Hamlin. There's a couple of really great girls who are um, inspiring and just good-hearted Instagram influencers that I, I love their their values and what they portray. Um, so that's one avenue. I think Instagram is such a great platform that just offers a plethora of um, ab, you know opportunity for marketing and it's free of charge. And that's something that I didn't really know much about um, other than just my personal account before launching this business. So mm-hmm. we've really capitalized on Instagram and utilizing the resources that are free to us that way. Um, being a new business, obviously our marketing budget is is a little smaller. So that's one way. And then I think just networking through you know New England Coastal Creative has been huge. I can't say enough good things about that. Um, we really value what that has given our business and how it's just organically brought um, us together with other businesses. 
you know, even though we don't do the same thing always, it there's there's just been such great opportunity to come together and, and inspire each other. Yeah, I saw you. Um, I think did a trunk show with uh, Breck and Greer, which I interviewed them yes. on the podcast, and they are the sweetest girls. So it, Instagram, you know, as as much bad things as there can be with social media, it is a great place to meet friends and genuine people. Well, you know, it's also funny because I feel like again, Boca Grande being such a small little island, it has seems to have a lot of resources and things organically are overlap. So Breck and Greer and I, we, Phoebe is her name. Um, She and I connected over Instagram and then found out that we had the Boca Grande connection and we just happened to be there at the same time. So we decided that was our first real trunk show that we did. And the same thing with like Sarah Tucker and Grace Hamlin, those girls all are connected to Boca Grande and Lisey Lurch. Um, You know, those connections just, they happen because of your common, your common interests and grounds. And I think it just, um, it organically comes together. No, definitely. Um, so what are you guys really proud of when it comes to the business? Is it working together? I'm sure, I'm sure raising money, like anything else that, you know, you're so happy you can do with this brand. I think what I'm most proud of, um, is, obviously working together with her and raising money that goes without, without pause. Um, but being able to make a dream a reality and something that an idea and facilitating an idea and having it actually come to fruition in living color is just kind of like an aha moment where you see, you know, this drawing or this print that you've designed and it's actually there. It's really an amazing experience to see it and touch it and feel it and see it on a mannequin and on other people. It's really cool. And I think showing Kate that you can do that and, you know, wish it, dream it, do it is our motto. And I think we've, we've, we've done it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, reach for the stars, go after your dreams. And I, I think that's all a great message to instill in anyone really. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've always believed you should follow your heart and dream big. And together, she and I reached for the stars, took a leap of faith and had our dreams, you know, come to, I guess, a, a, I guess, a tangible item (laughs) to touch and feel and see on, on multiple people across, across the U.S. and hopefully overseas someday. Yeah. So speaking of dreams, who would be your dream to see wear your designs? Like a celebrity, a royal, or a a huge influencer? Like who would you love to see in your designs? You know, it's so funny you ask. The first person that ever came to mind was Kate Middleton. Because I feel like I always love her sense of fashion. And she doesn't care if it's Zara or if it's, you know, Chanel. She's really... um, her sense of confidence and the way she carries herself, she could wear a paper bag and look amazing. So <laughs> I would love to see her in something that we designed and, um, you know, watch it, watch it in living color. It'd be amazing. Oh, I think she would be beautiful, especially your white dress. I could see her in that for sure. hundred <laughs> um, percent. So where do you guys get ideas for new designs, whether that's a new um, silhouette or a new print? Like, what are you dreaming up right now? And where do you get that inspiration? 
So I will say, you know, I mentioned before, our the places that we visit and that are near and dear to our hearts are truly the inspiration behind our brand and our create our creative um, influencing, I guess. So everything in Boca Grande is really colorful and fun and lively. Um, and just looking outside your window and seeing the palm trees in the breeze, that's so inspiring. And then in Nantucket, that that kind of foggy day where the, the fog lifts and the sun comes out and the beach is there, it just brings out different ideas, but as well as um, textures and things that come to mind. It's sort of funny how, like I said, you know, you could connect with a painter um, and talk to them about what they see versus what you see. And it's all within your lens. So you might see one beach scene one way and one painter paints it one way and another one paints it another way. I see that beach and it sort of evolves into a design Mm -hmm. or that landscape. Yeah. And it, it kind of goes into the lifestyle too, right? Yes. So our brand is very much a lifestyle brand. Um, again, you know, not just it's, it's resort, anything that has to do with resort and living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you love to travel. Um, where's somewhere that you want to travel to, whether it's somewhere you've been before and you just can't wait to get back and you'd love to go again or somewhere new that's been on, you know, your bucket list? Um, I would have to say, you know, I've traveled quite extensively throughout the world, but I, one place that I've never been and part of my roots are in Greece. Oh. Um, we skipped Greece because when I lived abroad, we there was a lot of social unrest and we weren't supposed to go to Greece at the time. Um, I really would love to go to Greece. Oh, yeah, that I hear it's beautiful. I have not been there either. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on my bucket list for sure. But, you know, I would love to go back to Italy. Italy is, you know, my old stomping ground. So that would be great to go back to Florence. And the inspiration there is endless. I mean, that would be incredible as well. Definitely. So since this is the Preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, what does Preppy mean to you? So how would you describe Preppy in these modern days? Oh, gosh, that's a loaded question. (laughs) Um, Preppy to me is you know, color in a chic way. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought of preppy as pink and green, mm-hmm. but in today's world, it's just the combination of colors and silhouettes that are um, more tailored. Yeah. And um, I guess. Definitely colorful. Preppy chic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about that you have some new pieces that are going to be sprinkled in, but like what's next for you guys? Any sneak peeks that you can share? Like maybe what some of these styles or prints are, or if you guys are working on your next collection? Well, we're always working. We're always designing. We never stop. Mm-hmm. But when we actually release some of these pieces, I can't tell you because I kind of feel like when it's timing, when I feel it's right. Um, yeah. Because it's resort wear, we can kind of sprinkle it in when we feel we want to. Mm-hmm. These summer pieces, I can tell you with a sneak peek of those that we're doing a little collaboration with Shop Navy Blue. So oh, we're doing, yeah. yeah, which is really fun. So they'll be carrying um, one piece for us that's exclusively done for them. Um, we will carry it on our site eventually, but 
they will have the initial reveal of that. Um, that's really exciting. And then we were really, um, what we've done is we've taken our railroad wrap and we've shortened it for um, a couple of different um, colorways and um, added some tops. So you'll see you'll see those. I think we do have a top online that's pre-order and one oh. of the short dresses that's pre-order right now. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited so for these. We were excited. <laughs> So my last question then is where can everyone find you guys? Like what's your website URL and your social media handles? That way people can go and shop the collection and they can follow along with you too. Yes, for sure. So our Instagram is kateleigh.co. It's K-A-T-E-L-E-I-G-H.co. And as is our website. So find us there and you can pre-order, you can order. Um, We're also DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. Um, I'm not real big on Facebook. I do have a Facebook page, but I don't actively do Facebook or Pinterest yet. No worries. That sounds great. Well, thank you two so much for this. Thank you, Patricia. This has been so fun and I hope we get to connect again soon in person. It'll be great. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 